This is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at CatholicFoodie.com, and you're listening to episode 49 of the Catholic Foodie, Jesus Priest Institute. Well, greetings, y'all. I'm so glad that you are here. This is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie, and uh, <laughs> I've got, uh, this is a special episode. This is just a spur of the moment, an extra episode I'm throwing in here. It's uh, episode 49. Uh, which means, by the way, that this coming Sunday's episode will be episode 50, and that's the one-year anniversary of the Catholic Foodie. Uh, but what do I have to share with you today? I've got an interview to share with you uh, with Sister Margaret Charles of the Daughters of St. Paul. A very special event took place the other day, and I'm going to tell you all about it here at the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. Well, yes, there was a very special um, event that took place the other day, and it was uh, it was a religious, well, I'll say religious, it was a profession of vows. If you remember a couple of episodes ago, I talked to you about the Holy Family Institute uh, and, and the uh, renewal of vows that Char and I made uh, as members, uh, professed members of the Holy Family Institute, and... Uh, <laughs> Risking uh, beating this thing to death, uh, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't want to over-talk it. Uh, but I really wanted to share this with you because this is something new and different, and it's a very exciting thing for the Pauline family in the United States. Uh, if you remember, I mentioned that blessed James Alberioni, who is the founder of the Pauline family, the Society of St. Paul, the Daughters of St. Paul, the Holy Family Institute, and seven other institutes— uh, which uh, comprise the Pauline family. Uh, one of those institutes is for diocesan clergy, uh, diocesan priests. It is called the Jesus Priest Institute, or the Institute of Jesus Priest. And uh, it, it's very active uh, with, with many, many members in, um, in Italy and in Europe, uh, but it's, it's very uh, new uh, to the United States. As a matter of fact, this past week, we had the very first, the very first member of the Jesus Priest Institute in the United States. Uh, Father Mike Harrington made his vows here in uh, Boston. I believe it was in Boston. And Sister Margaret Charles of the Daughters of St. Paul uh, made the trip over to Boston to, uh, or was it the Boston or was it in, uh, in New York? I forget now. Anyway, you'll find out in the interview. Uh, I was able to interview her. She made a special trip out there to the profession, and she, uh, she uh, shot some video of it and put together a, uh, a short video online, and I'll give you the link there uh, later in the show and also in the show notes. And uh, she also recorded some audio for us. So I got her on the phone just a little while ago, and I got to, uh, to ask her what it was all like. You know, what was it about? And also, because I know we have a number of priests who listen to this, uh, to this podcast, The Catholic Foodie, I wanted to be able to share with them and share with uh, all listeners the, uh, the exciting news about the, the Jesus Priest Institute now here in the United States. So uh, without further ado... Uh, let's go ahead and listen to my conversation with uh, Sister Margaret Charles. Well, we are very honored to have uh, Sister Margaret Charles with us today, daughter of St. Paul. Uh, Sister Margaret, how are you? Good, thank you. Good to be on the show. Uh, well, for our listeners who uh, may not uh, have ever heard of you, uh, could you just tell us a few things about yourself? 
Well, I grew up in Louisiana, and that's where I found a deep faith um, in our Catholic heritage. And around 1970, around 1970, 69-70, the Daughters of St. Paul opened the St. Paul Book Center on, on Veterans Boulevard, and I was learning how to drive. So I brought my mom over there, and I met the sisters. I joined the convent in 1974, took my first vows in 1978, and have been um, all over the country. Now I'm up in Boston, and I'm working with our lay Paulines, which is uh, Pauline cooperators, uh, to pass on the charism so that they can live that wherever they are in the world and bring this good news of the gospel through the media. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, you know, the uh, the CNMC, the Catholic New Media Celebration, which SQPN sponsors every year, is going to be in Boston yeah. in 2010, in August of 2010. So maybe well, I'll get to, to uh, I'll get to meet you in person. <laughs> Definitely. I was uh, so happy, so happy to meet Sister Ann Flanagan uh, this past year. Yes, Ann uh, and I went to high school together. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Where'd you go to high school? Really? That's awesome. That is great. It's small world. I'm just uh, amazed by that, you know? Uh, Well, uh, Sister uh, Margaret, you are a member of the Pauline family, as as I am and and Char, uh, part of the Holy Family Institute. We are uh, uh, a family founded by Blessed James Alberioni. And uh, there are ten branches. Uh, that's I'm pretty sure I'm I'm right there. Ten branches. That's right. You're uh, right. Ten branches. The Society of Saint Paul and the Daughters of Saint Paul are probably the most well known here in the states. And then, of course, uh, mm-hmm. the Holy Family Institute. I've talked about the uh, the institute on the last couple of episodes because Char and I recently renewed our vows for the the second time, the second renewal. Um, that was I, th- I guess about a week ago. And um, wow. Yeah, but there's a there's another institute, another part of the Pauline family that we have here in the states. Uh, now I think uh, uh, for the first time, is that right? That's correct. So uh, the Institute just, of Jesus Priest. That's right, Institute of Jesus Priest. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, you were present just the other day at that first ordination for the Institute of Jesus Priest. That's correct. I drove uh, with a group of sisters to Staten Island, New York, for the celebration. Oh, wow. What was that like? Father, uh, it was wonderful. Father Michael Harrington is a priest of the Archdiocese of Boston. He met the sisters when he was in, uh, a young seminarian, and uh, many of them attended his ordination about six or seven years ago. And uh, right away he was intrigued with the mission, but he started falling in love with the charism. And when he found out there was this institute, he kept waiting for it, uh, someone to be in charge of it so he could enter the program, which he did, and he studied for the last two years. So this was a very joyful celebration. Um, I have actually made a film that I put up on the Internet so that people who couldn't go could be there in person, you know, through film. And you can see the joy of Father Mike after his vows. He's just... Uh, He's been transported into another world of God and realizing that he just consecrated his life. He was ordained a priest, and um, that that priesthood now has been um, redirected again to God. It's sort of um, when you make a New Year's resolution, 
of something you've already you're already doing and you want to strengthen it. And he also um, is offering his life for the holiness of all diocesan priests. So in a way, he's consecrated his priesthood to other priests, which is a amazing thing. Um, and within the Pauline family, so that he is available to all of the members of the Pauline family for the sacramental um, gifts that we receive through the hand of the priest and their gift of ordination for the people of God, the church. Wow. I mean, that's especially in the year of the priest. This is, I was so excited to hear about yeah. this because I, I know that uh, the Institute of Jesus yeah. Priest is very um, uh, active, I guess, or um, present in uh, in Europe, in, in Italy in particular. And uh, this yeah. is the first time that we've had an ordination here. In, I mean, not an ordination, a profession uh, here profession. in the in the states. Um, mm-hmm. You know the, the the there there are uh, many third order um, groups that ordained priests can uh, can become a member of. I'm thinking of like the the Franciscans or the Dominicans or the Benedictines mm-hmm. uh, have oblates and. All those are, are third order um, uh, organizations, for lack of a better term. Uh, but this is a little bit different. This is actually a, an institute. Um, can you briefly explain, like, the difference between, uh, say, a third order and um, um, it, what, yeah. what what Father Michael yeah. has is now a part of? Well, first of all, third orders were um, mostly with ancient orders, like the Franciscans and Dominicans, the older, so that's what they're called, orders. And in the days that they were founded, they would, um, even the sisters who were poor clares are second order Franciscans, and then third order would be the laity or other religious groups. And today, um, when when Father Alberionis founded the institutes, there were no more third orders. Um, so as a congregation, what he did was he aggregated, that's a big word, <laughs> to aggregate means they exist because of the priesthood within the Pauline family. Mm-hmm. So when Father Michael took his vows, he said um, that he's the institute aggregated to the Pauline family. Um, you can look at it as a, like a branch on a tree. So when Alberione talked about the Pauline family, he talked about it having these roots in Christ and raising up toward the heavens with all these branches, which are the institutes and the religious congregations that were founded. And he, it's like a microcosm of the church, you know, all of the different um, institutes. So an institute in this sense is very much a part of the Pauline family. It's um, each, we work together um, as a body and each one gives, shares in their particular charism for the whole. So the daughters in the society especially work toward communications Media, the Bible is upheld really a, a lot for us, the Word of God and the Eucharist. The Sister Disciples were founded to really lift the gift of the liturgy up in the church. And for us, they're the heartbeat of the Pauline family because they pray more. So the Institute of Jesus the Priest is a, um, a priesthood that's offering himself for his own sanctification for all Christians on earth within the Pauline family. So what what the Institute is doing is is um, saying to all clergy, there is a place that you can give your entire self for the sanctification of your brother priest. And that's, a, that's very particular to the Institute of Jesus the Priest. 
Whereas Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The priest of Jesus, the priest, says that he wants to be Jesus, way, truth, and life for his brothers and sisters. And as you know, through your own consecration in the Holy Family Institute, we at baptism, we receive that gift of, of the Spirit, and we receive our entrance into the body of Christ and communion in the Trinity, and we're called to be in Jesus. So it's no longer we who say, I live, but Jesus lives. So when you take vows of any sort, like Father was already ordained, he's already celibate, he's already obedient to his bishop. So what does it mean? He took obedience again and chastity again. What it meant is it uplifted all of those vows. He he consecrated himself again to God and said, um, again, I want to give myself to you. So when people fall in love, they've already given each other to each other. But when they consecrate it within their marriage vows, it's a really special giving. Right. And so Father Mike uh, actually professed the evangelical councils, poverty, chastity, and yeah. obedience. And that, and that obedience. yeah, that, that, um, uh, and, and the way that I describe this, I don't even know if it's, it's accurate. It may just be more of an analogy, but that basically makes him a religious, uh, uh, canonically, um, except he lives that out in a secular context. Is that, uh, is that about right? He can, you know, after his name, he can now put IGS, which is in the Latin um, Institute of Jesus the Priest. So he can actually put a little thing at the end of his name that says, I am, I do belong to the Pauline family. So in that way, he is um, re- uh, consecrated. It's so religious and consecration equal the same thing when you say religious life or consecrated life. Right. So yes, he's consecrated his life within the Pauline family. And the Pauline family, uh, raised up in the church and approved by the church, um, is able to do that in a public way. And he also took the fourth vow, which the priest of the society take, a fidelity to the Pope. Wow. Yeah, we make a, um, uh, I think in the uh, the actual right of profession for us, it was a um, an additional promise of, of um, obedience uh, uh, to the Pope. Uh, so that's yeah. um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's something special, and I, I find I find that uh, today uh, most uh, um, uh, laity that, that you know just the laity in the pew, people in the pew, oftentimes don't understand uh, this whole notion of an institute life, an institute of consecrated life, and and what that all means. And I, I know that uh, for us, for Char and I personally. Um, I mean, the, the whole idea, the whole concept that married people can now publicly profess the evangelical councils uh, and live mm-hmm. a consecrated life within their state and life, within marriage, is something very new and, and different. And yeah. if I'm not mistaken, in 1993, when this was officially approved by uh, the Vatican, um, it's it's like the the first and maybe at this time still the only um, uh, institute of its kind. I believe it is. I'm not familiar with any other institutes. Uh, it is, um, and I understand why it's not an easy concept because in that it's very true. Um, when we enter the church, we're baptized, we receive the fullness of all the gifts um, of grace. Um, you know, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. All of those gifts come to us in fullness. 
So to consecrate our lives, it's a special, it's another call, um, a call within a call. We were called by Christ to baptism. We were grasped, as Paul said, we were grasped by Christ. So what we're doing in consecration is um, saying to God in a special way, I want to give my entire life to you. It's a, so it's our response. And everyone makes a response in their life. Um, someone that's called to consecration is making um, a response that's public to the world saying, I know that I've already been called and grasped by God, and my response to God now is to live the evangelical councils in an even greater union on this earth for the sanctification of my brothers and sisters, for my own sanctification, and for the whole kingdom of God here on earth and to come. Oh, wow. So it is... It, it's. Um, even, how would you say, to, to know it, it's a mystery. <laughs> because why, why, why are we called, why do we feel in our hearts this need to respond in this way? It's, a, it's God calling us, but it's not for ourselves, it's for the whole church. Um, just as in the early church, people felt that particular call to consecrate their lives in one way or another. The people who worked with Paul, you know, that our first Holy Family members, if you want to call them that, mm-hmm. um, there were couples, if you read Paul's letters, who worked really closely with St. Paul. In a way, they were consecrating themselves. Um, the other Christians were just as Christian and, and just as Catholic, and but these people aligned themselves closely to Paul and opened up their houses for him when he came, helped spread the gospel, helped pass on his letters. So this is a very ancient thing in the church. Is um, the understanding of it is just consecration now right. in the way we look at it today. Right. Now we have been talking about uh, the Pauline family uh, in in general, and um, could you uh, maybe share with us the the general mission? Like, what is the Pauline family all about? Well, the first thing the Pauline family is about is to really respond to Christ, that it is no longer we who live, but Christ who lives in us, so that Christ is present in the world today through us. And that, then, is our response to the Word and Eucharist. It's in the Eucharist, in the sacramental presence of Jesus on our altars, in the Blessed Sacrament, and in the Word, God is truly and always present. So what we're doing is we're announcing through our lives that the passion, death, you know, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus wasn't in the past. It is now. And it is that God is with each of us. So when we reach out as Paulines, the way we evangelize, we say, Alberione said, bring, bring the gospel in the fastest and most effective way to the people of today. What he was saying is, it can't be the people of yesterday. But today we say, this is the gospel this, that Jesus is with us today, and Jesus today brings us to the Father through the Spirit. It isn't in the past. How do we live this today? So we take on the media, we take on new technologies, not for the sake of the, the technology themselves or the tools, but for the sake of saying that God is present in all of this. And through these tools, there's a conduit for his word. God it permeates everything we do and live. God, the creator of the universe, is, has never abandoned us and never will, and that we're all coming closer together in communion. That great desire of peace and unity is fulfilled in 
Christ, through the Spirit, and we're brought to the Father. Our message, um, how we get it out there, is by the fastest and most effective <laughs> means, because we, like Paul, say, oh my gosh, I can't just stay here. I have to start traveling. i got to get on boats. i got to write letters. Wow. Um, it's that passion <laughs> of, that we've been given as a charism or gift for the whole church. Oh, yeah. And each person is, is responding to their individual gifts. And even within the Pauline family, each of us has a particular charism, even within the Pauline charism. For instance, what you're doing today, Jeff, that your charism is broadcasting over the Internet. There's another Jeff, Dr. Jeff Matthews in St. Louis, who just made promises in the Pauline cooperators. And he has a blog, and he does um, his own podcasting, and he helps out in the book center in St. Louis and um, putting together events so that people can come in and find the books and listen to speakers. So he, he's, each of you are in the same family, but you're responding to God's call in a unique way within that gift, that charism. Wow. Yeah, one of the, the phrases uh, from Blessed Alberioni that really uh, moved me was talking about the Pauline family and how we should be, or we were trying to be, St. Paul alive today. And uh, it's just yeah. uh, just incredible to think about. And, you know, for me, one of the things that really touched me about the Holy Family Institute and the Pauline family is the the mission that it has or the work that it does with the media, both trying to sanctify the media, make reparation for uh, the, mm-hmm. the damage that some bad media uh, has caused and continues to cause, uh, but also to uh, to work toward the sanctification, the uh, the production of of good media. That um, just as a, as a blogger and a podcaster, and also I guess a techno geek, <laughs> I'm really uh, mm-hmm. uh, attracted to the whole technology thing, the whole media thing. So, uh, mm-hmm. well, uh, I wanted to uh, ask you too uh, if someone is interested, because I do. I have a number of priests who who listen to this this show, the Catholic Foodie. Uh, if if there's anyone out there who wanted to learn more about the Institute of Jesus Priest, how would they go about doing that? They would contact the Society of St. Paul, and their provincial aid is in Staten Island, New York. So let me get that address for you here out of my little Pauline address book. We're in 50 countries all over the world, and there's, I have to kind of go through this book, yeah. <laughs> find the right order, and then find the right um, page. <laughs> And now, if to make it even easier, uh, I guess people uh-huh. could, could also email me, and I could uh, forward that on yes. to to you as well. But you definitely, have... they could email you, and there's a website they could go to www. St. Paul's, and that's St. Paul's with an S. dot us. St. Paul's. us. And that's S T S T Paul's Saint, and with an S T S L S. Okay. And then dot us, and they're in New York. Um, you can get through that. They can go to the provincial office is at St. Paul's dot us, and it's provincial office at St. Paul's dot us. And the provincial is the one who looks in, um, takes care of right now the Jesus Priest Institute. Okay. All right. And uh, did you have a? Is that they the? Could also contact. I'm um, sorry www.stpauls.us. Right, and that's the address you were looking up, or did you have a, a physical address that you were going to give There's, me? There's um, an address is 2187 Victory Boulevard, 
2187 Victory Boulevard in Staten Island, New York, 10314. 10314. Okay, well, good. And I'll also put that on sure. the website so that people can access that okay, on the website. Father Mike Harrington is on Facebook, if anybody's on Facebook. Oh, cool. Um, under Michael Father Michael Harrington. I think he's under Michael Harrington. Um, and he'd be happy, I'm sure, to speak to anybody about um, the Jesus the Priest Institute. There is an institute member up for beatification that you may be aware of. He founded the Queen of Apostles Seminary in Russia, and his name is um, Father Ber- Monsignor Bernardo Antonini. Um, and he worked, in, he was born and grew up in Milan, Italy, joined Jesus the Priest Institute, and went um, as a missionary to Russia and actually founded the first seminary there. Wow, that's amazing. He created his life in the Jesus the Priest Institute, and his, um, now his cause is up for. Um, that is amazing. Wow. Well, Sister Margaret, I want to thank you so much for uh, for joining me today on the show. And uh, we will continue to pray for the, uh, the mission, the ministry of the Daughters of St. Paul. And uh, we look forward maybe in the future to have you back on the show and talk some more about uh, the great work that y'all are doing. I know that the Daughters are just uh, so active in the media and lots of good things going on online. So maybe we can have you back one day to talk about that in particular. Okay, Jeff, I'd love to be back with the audience. Thank you, and tell the sisters hello down in Metairie. I will. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jeff. Bye. Well, it was such a pleasure talking with uh, with Sister Margaret Charles. Um, it was, uh, it, it's, I, I can't tell you how excited I am about this, uh, to have a priest uh, of the Institute of the Jesus Priest here in the United States. Uh, finally, I mean, this is, this is fantastic. This uh, particular institute was started, I think, if I'm not mistaken, back in the 60s. I could be wrong. It was founded by... Uh, Blessed James Alberioni. Anyway, I'm going to have links in the show notes for uh, to, to if you want to contact Sister Margaret, uh, Sister Margaret Charles. If you want to um, find out more about the Jesus Priest Institute, I'll have all that information for you in the show notes, which of course you can find over at CatholicFoodie.com. Uh, well, we are, believe it or not, wrapping the show up already. I promised uh, this would be a short show. And, uh, and so it will be. Uh, just a reminder of a couple of things. Uh, we have the anniversary show uh, this coming Sunday, and I really want to hear from you. I-, I want you to give me a call over at 985-635-4974. Uh, I want to know, what, what did you think uh, for the, from the past year? What uh, particular topic or maybe a recipe or a story or something, something in particular that maybe... Uh, uh, really interested you? What was it that that uh, that you really liked about this past year? I'd love for you to share that with me, and uh, and I will play that on the show uh, on Sunday. I think that would be good. It'd be a, a really cool, very exciting uh, episode if uh, we had a lot of uh, listener feedback. People just saying, "Hey, this is what I liked about the Catholic Foodie this past year." So uh, I look forward to that very much. We will be on uh, sqpnconnect.ning.com uh, Sunday, this coming Sunday, which I believe is the 29th. Actually, it is. It's my wife, Char. It's her birthday on the 29th. So 3 o'clock p.m. Central Time, we will be over at SQPN 
uh, connect.ning.com and certainly hope that you will join us. Don't forget to check out all the excellent Catholic content over at sqpn.com. Uh, you may want to check out the Catholic Moments podcast, which is just one of my favorites. Uh, I absolutely love the Catholic Moments podcast, and uh, it's it's was well, just great. And if you haven't listened to it yet, you need to go over there and check out Lisa Hendy and her excellent podcast. Uh, also, if you haven't discovered it yet, uh, CatholicMom.com. And I, I think about this often because the woman that I love the most in my life is a mom. Matter of fact, she is mother to my children, uh, my wife, Char. So uh, I think about Catholic moms all the time and CatholicMom.com. Excellent, excellent content over there. Lots of resources and encouragement for mothers, particularly Catholic mothers. So if you haven't uh, checked out CatholicMom.com, please go over and do that. And uh, Lisa Hendy also is the, uh, the author, the producer of that, uh, of that website. And so there's a lot of connections between CatholicMom.com and CatholicMoments.com. Matter of fact, if you're into getting free stuff and playing or participating in contests, she has contests going on all the time. So you can listen to the uh, news about the contest on Catholic Moments podcast, and then you can go over there to catholicmom.com and, uh, and participate, and perhaps you'll win. Anyway, I hope you have a very happy Thanksgiving, and until next time, bon appetit. If you're still listening to this point, this is one of those things where, you know, you're in the movie and the credits roll, <laughs> and after the credits roll, you, uh, you, you get an extra, um, an extra scene or something, usually something kind of funny. Well, this is what this is going to be about. Um, I actually have the audio of, and the, thanks to Sister Margaret Charles, by the way, uh, the audio of uh, Father Mike Harrington making his vows in the uh, the Jesus Priest Institute. So I'm going to let that audio run, and that is going to carry us out of the show. It's about six minutes long, uh, if you are interested in hearing it, uh, because as, uh, as we have a, a very old, old saying in the Catholic Church, and it's uh, lex orandi, lex credendi. And what that means is, as we pray or as the church prays, so it believes. So our prayers, our liturgical prayers, really encapsulate and express the beliefs that we have as Catholics. So uh, in this rite of profession, you really get to understand more about this consecrated life and what it's all about. So uh, here we go with the audio from the profession of Father Mike Harrington and the Jesus Priest Institute. Father Michael, what do you ask of the Father? I know through the divine goodness, I have come to know the Jesus Priest Institute, which has been raised up in the church for greater sanctification of diocesan priests. Trusting in divine grace, I ask to make profession of the evangelical councils in the Institute of Jesus Priests, which is aggregated to the Society of St. Paul. Thanks be to God.
Dear Father Michael, in baptism you died to sin and were consecrated to the Lord. In priesthood you were consecrated to minister in the church. Do you now wish to consecrate yourself to God in a new and special way by professing the evangelical counsels? I do wish. Do you wish, with the help of God, to embrace and profess that life of chastity, obedience, and poverty chosen by Christ, <coughs> by, by his virgin mother, and St. Joseph? <coughs> I do wish. Do you wish, by following the gospel faithfully and observing the statue of Jesus Christ Institute, to tend with constancy and firmness toward perfect love of the God and of neighbor? I do wish. Do you wish, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to promote according to your possibilities the mission of the society of St. Paul and of the foreign family? glory of God for the good of the church and for the salvation of people. I do wish. May Almighty God, to His grace, grant peace to you. And if you persevere, I promise you in the name of God that you will receive a hundredfold and will have everlasting life. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, let us pray to God, the Almighty Father, to pour out abundantly the grace of his blessings on Father Michael, whom he has called to follow Christ in perfection and in his goodness to confirm him in his holy resolution. Let us pray. O Lord, through your loving gaze, on Father Michael, by professing the evangelical counsel before the church and by assuming the obligation of Jesus' Christ Institute, consecrate himself more intimately to your service for the honor of God and for the salvation of peoples. Granting your goodness that in consecration may glorify your name and cooperate in diocese and priest sanctification Christ our Lord. Amen. I, Father Michael C. Harrington, a diocesan priest, for the honor of the Holy Trinity, moved by the firm will to consecrate myself to God more intimately and to follow Christ the Master, eternal priest, the way, the truth, and the life more closely before my brothers and sisters here present, and in your hands, Father Ernesto Tigueros, make vows of chastity, poverty, and obedience, with a special promise of fidelity to the Holy Father, for one year, according to the statute of the Jesus Priest Institute. I offer myself to this institute with all my heart, for my own sanctification, that of all diocesan priests and of all Christians on earth. Through the intercession of the Virgin Mary, Mother and Queen of Apostles, and of Saint Paul the Apostle, may the grace of the Holy Spirit 
lead me to perfect charity in the service of God and of the church. Amen. And I, with the power granted to me, I receive from you, Father Michael, and in the name of the church, the vow you have made in Jesus Christ Institute, so that you may make perfect your offering associated with the Eucharistic sacrifice. May the Holy Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and the letters of St. Paul the Apostle be a light to your mind and all to live by the hope for eternity. Amen. SQPN, leading the way in Catholic new media.